Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. What a show. Enormous. It was Ooh. big. We're not even going to muck around telling you what was on. You just need to listen because it was huge. It was, <laughs> it's, I think, my biggest show since I've been here. Do you reckon? The biggest. We had a politician who's switching colours to be teal, teal, potentially. We also spoke with a comedian, which is amazing. An international comedian. Your favourite guest was just after eight. Yes. Um... A card shark? No. We had, <laughs> that's with, uh, well, maybe some people would say. Ripping out the tarot cards. Yeah, some people might say that tarot card readers are that card sharks. Interesting outcome. Yes, and we had a very special guest in the studio late in the piece celebrating Chinese New Year. Here's what you missed. There was a few little, little bit of traffic chaos we heard from the folks in the office this morning. Yes. Bit going on. Bit going on. Isn't it funny the how dings. first day of school going back and then all of a sudden, traffic chaos. I think I know why. Because there are little kids or big kids in your car when you're used to driving around solo maybe and now you're... Do you think that's it? Distracted. Do you know what I think it is? I think there's more traffic on the road. Oh, do you think? <laughs> there's not a lot of traffic at 5am or 4.30. No. So we we, we're not really hitting peak hour. No, we haven't had any issues, have we? Um, but, you know, it's just funny. That's day one and only independent schools went back yesterday. Yes. But we some... will keep you updated if anything's happening on the roads. Let us of know. Course. Yeah, you need to let us know, Hobart, because we're sitting here... In the studio, looking up to Mount Wellington, Kanani, beautiful clouds brooding, I would call them, Kaz. Brooding. I'm looking at a glowing sign for fast food goodness. <laughs> Arches. <laughs> but we'd love to hear from you, Hobart. 0488 is the text line, of course, but we love it the most when you call. Yes. Who's back to school today? Are we more back to schoolers? No, I think it's the same as yesterday. It's Triple M Breakfast. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, team. How's it going? Good. What's in the news, Lee? Yeah, making news today. We're talking about the Mac Point Stadium, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's one that's been in the news a lot. Uh, this time, we're going to be talking about the original stadium, not Stadium 2.0 or okay. the alternate stadium oh, or whatever you want to call it. This is the Macquarie Point Stadium, and the concept designs will be done, we're being told now, by the middle of this year. This is um, big news. Uh, Mac Point Development Corp, they're putting together a team of experts to deliver the precinct. <laughs> From there, it'll progress through to the project of state significance process. And um, they're saying off the back of that, construction could start as soon as next year before wrapping up in 2028. So what do you make of that, guys? Um, can I just – I'm a little confused. Which stadium, point two, point six, yeah, this point is... seven, point what? Where's the stadium going to be now? Right in behind the art school on Hunter Street there, just tucked in between, you know, the buildings that have – 
So that's uh, the original spot. Weren't we moving yeah. it over to Regatta Point? That was a private consortium that have already sent out designs and plans, including private investments. So, so that would have cost that's a lot of money for people to sit there and draw some lovely pictures. The so, alternate stadium is worth two point three odd billion because that's got a whole heap of other elements to it. This hospitals. is yeah. So we're exactly. not having that one anymore. Well, they're well, both up for debate. <laughs> it's a confusing one, isn't it? Yeah. They're both up for debate. Um, but they're both sort of vying for it, as as I see it. So yeah. I I do not have the patience for this. <laughs> I, I I'm not patient enough. Just stop it. Everyone, uh, cut it out. As, as Decide on one. Someone that loves their football and loves their sport, <laughs> I am getting a little frustrated with this as well. <laughs> I just want to see it done right. That's all I want. Properly done. If we're going to do it, let's spend the money and not butcher it. Let's do a proper world-class facility that has everyone engaged, that makes it uniquely Tasmanian like the place, and let's do it properly. Uh, well, good. At least yeah. uh, this is this is so. This is from the Macquarie Point Development Corporation that you said before. Yes, yes. These are the official people, like MacPoint.com.au. You can see all their drawings that they've got already. I, this is more to do with the design and everything. Yeah, not this just is all... how to look from a seeding point of view. Yeah, that's right. These are all design things, and in both this project and MacPoint 2.0, they're all going through those logistical and all those sorts of exercises that need to be undertaken to ensure sure we do get the right result what as you're looking doing? for. It's just so, so time-consuming, all the red tape that people are going How to much jump money through do and they... that sort of thing. Well, this is is this all in the budget? Like, And, and like, what have they been doing already? That Macquarie <laughs> Point has been sitting there for two decades empty. Empty. What have they been doing? Like, what what's actually happened down there? Nothing. But how Nothing. much money do they spend designing and talking about it for the last, how long has this been? 12 months? Has it been 12 months? Longer. Look, look it's, it'll be 12 months in March since the announcement that we are getting a team. We had the Premier on the show say that he wanted to get shovels in the ground at Macquarie Point in 2024, which is this year. Mm. Right, look, I'm getting frustrated. Let's move on to some good news. Good news, Lee. Good news. So this is a, a nice little heartwarming one. Um, local girl, um, Layla Hammett, um, she's had some of her hair chopped off, and it's for such a good cause. And it is, of course, leukaemia. It's a, it's a, it can be a tragic, tragic illness. But um, to have her hair cut like this and to have $1,500 raised already, and she only had it cut off yesterday, um, it's a really, really good cause. Now, Layla... She saw her stepsister battle leukemia as a baby and a family friend lost their hair from cancer as well. Now the 12-year-old to to have um, this, I suppose, um, confidence to go and do this, especially as a school kid, uh, it's really, really nice to see. Amazing, amazing stuff. Love seeing kids raise funds yeah. for charity. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. Always good to chat. Cheers, guys. Every single morning before 7am, we give you, Hobart, the chance to spin the Triple M prize wheel. We've got loads of prizes on there. Money to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse, IGA vouchers, vouchers to go to the Longley International Hotel. Yes. Winefest vouchers for this weekend, Lovada massage Oh, I want vouchers. that one. I'm going to spin. I'm going to go outside in the car and ring up. Oh, so much going on. <laughs> Peter from Huonville has given us a call. Good morning, Peter. 
good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Why are you up so early, Peter? Uh, just at work as usual. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, hey. you know. Hey. You're telling me. <laughs> what do you do for a living, Peter? Traffic controlling. Oh. oh how's the, lo- the traffic? Are you controlling it? Uh, I'm having a go. Oh, <laughs> are you it... part of the bypass down there, the Hillville bypass? Is that where you are? Yes, I am, yep. How's it all going? Uh, it's going pretty good at the moment. I'm, 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 um, I haven't been down for a while, but I'm sure I'll get down there in the footy season. <laughs> Love, oh, of course you will. Love that part of the world, Peter. Do people Beautiful slow place. down, Peter? Do you, you know when they say slow down, there's workers and they're working. Do people actually slow down or do they need a gentle reminder? Uh, most have a gentle reminder. Okay. That slow is down. literally most. <laughs> most of it. Probably 90, 90% need to be told to slow down. Oh, goodness. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Oh, they, don't, they don't care. Well, they should. We're they telling should. you. Hobart? Get slow. on to them. Slow down. down for blokes and women like, well, not like Peter, Peter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Slow <laughs> down for our workers, is what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Yes. Hey, now, you got any pets, Peter? Yes, I do. What do you got? Got a cat and a dog. What are their names? Uh, Possum is the cat and Pepper is the dog. <laughs> Possum. Possum Hello, and Pepper. Possum. Did, did you get confused when you got your cat? You thought it was Oh, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Same as same as when I sing out the kids' names too, you know. You got kids? <laughs> yeah, got two girls, all growing they, up now. What are their names? Hannah and Hannah and Chloe. I thought you say Wallaby and Wombat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't in that frame of mind when we had them, so that was okay. And our producer Rhea tells us that you collect things. Yes, I do. I collect Hot Wheels cars. Oh, excellent! Look at the parents who have little boys yeah. have just gone. Oh, yeah. what what have we got in our collections that we can take from our children that might be worth something? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the grandkids will do to me, probably. Yeah, they will. Hey, yep. Peter, we've spun the prize wheel already for you. We, what, what have number, I won? Well, we've well, it's got number eighty-five. Do you want eighty-five. To keep that one? You, can, you can spin it again if you want, Peter. No, it's okay. We'll go. We'll go with your with your well, choice. As long as it's a good one. Not a, no, this is a beauty. They're all beauties. Okay. They're, yeah. all, they're all rippers, actually. <laughs> You've won. Well, I'm going to tell you what you can do with this. You can okay. come and get your vibe on with the best live music, coldest beer, and the warmest atmosphere oh. at the oh. Longley International Hotel. You've won 100 bucks to spend, Pete. Wicked. Excellent. There you go. Excellent. You'd be a regular at the Longley, wouldn't you? Uh, not for a while, but... Uh, Mate, you've got to get there. I could be there now. Oh, I reckon. <laughs> $100? Bucks? That's a Excellent. decent... Go on your own. You can have all the drinks. All the drinks. That's right. Exactly. Good on you, Peter. Thanks very much, have guys. A great appreciate day. it. Stay you safe too. out there. Keep wa- waving that uh, stop sign at people coming through, won't you? <laughs> I will, mate. No worries. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. That's Peter from Hillville winning on the Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes prize wheel. Your chance to do it all again tomorrow. It's Triple M Breakfast. Rodney from Signet. Good morning, Rodney. Good morning, how are you? How are you, Christmas lady? Oh, hi, Rodney. <laughs> well, she's the former... You can call me Kaz now, Rodney. Yeah, the former yeah, Christmas Kaz. correspondent, Rodney. What do you got for us, Rodney? <laughs> Isn't it good that the Greens are going to push to have dental covered under Medicare? Are they? I did not actually know about this, Rodney. I've just Googled That's the old done... website. Yeah, it's part of the deal they want with this taxation. They're going to barter with the government. So that's good for me because I can't afford to and I've got mum in a nursing home and I've got her walking around the 
the thing of a night time seeing what teeth are in the water jar so she can knock them off. She's building her own, is she from the she's stealing from the tooth fairy. Well Ronnie yeah. We know that the the mouth is the start of your health journey. That's what all dentists say. Dentists say if you've got a healthy gums, healthy teeth, the rest of your body generally is pretty healthy. So I know that this has been something that the Greens have been pushing for for a long time. And and for folks like you, Rodney, it's obviously a big benefit. Oh, Christ, yeah. Whatever affects your body goes in your mouth, like you said. Yep. Yeah. Well, the stuff that yeah, comes yeah. out of yours sometimes, Rodney, is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> you won't, you won't go to this wedding. Yeah, Rodney's going to be at a wedding I'm at in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, Kaz. really? And I'm looking forward to hanging out, Rodney. How many shows? Is this a wedding? You're going away? No, no. This is uh, this is one that I'm going to be the MC at, I think. Oh. So I'm looking forward to it, Rodney. You look after yourself, Rodney. See you there, mate. We're joined in studio by a special guest who has made a big announcement on Sunday. To talk us through that is Member of Parliament, David O'Byrne, a member for Franklin. Good morning, David. Morning, Tubes. Morning, Kaz. For those that missed the news, David, what have you done? Well, I've uh, made the decision uh, to uh, run as an independent in the next state election. Uh, I've been a Member of Parliament for a few years. I've been a member of the Labor Party uh, for quite a few years, close to 30 years. Uh, And given the party's made the decision not to... To pre-select me, I, I had to have a long, hard think about what I wanted to do next, and I'm still passionate about the people of Franklin. I still care about what I do. I think I've got something to give, and ultimately I'll let the people of Franklin decide whether they want, want to keep me along. So how does it feel, 30 years? Like, what what's yeah. the main feeling? Um, I, I think sadness uh, yep. that it's sort of come to this point, but also I think... Um, you know, well, in, in terms of people's motivation for change, why they join political parties is to create change, try to make things better, try to make a difference. That's the first motivation. And then you join a party because that's the process you go through to try and affect the most change and work with others of like-minded people. And uh, so my original motivation hasn't changed. I feel passionate about the community. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot of issues out there. I've been fighting hard on public transport recently and and, and health and housing and, and obviously our football team and the facilities that it needs. Mm. Um, I've been fighting on that. That hasn't changed. And so if I'm not able to do that through a party uh, – I feel I've got an opportunity to do it as an individual, as an independent, and if people want me, they'll vote for me and I'll do the best I can. How independent will you be, David, given that you've had 30 years of history in the Labor Party? How independent can you be? Yeah, you can't just draw, uh, clean the slate on my last 30 years of activism involvement, and I'm I'm still a part of the Labor movement. I feel passionate about all of those issues. But uh, for the same reason, I haven't voted against the Labor Party since I've been on the crossbench for the last two years, because people who voted for me in 2021 would have assumed I would be part of the Labor caucus. So I gave respect to those people and voted with the party. I abstained on two votes, um, but predominantly I voted with the party because I'm a member of that party. People voted for me. Although I'm not a part of the decision-making process, I just wanted to honour those votes. So if I go to the election as an independent, and if I'm lucky enough to be elected, because it's very hard to be elected as an independent in the Hare Clark system in Tasmania, regardless of the size of parliament, it's always very hard. If I go to the people as an independent, they vote for me as an independent, I have to respect that. And so I will, people know my, my values and my, and, and my leanings, but I will be a genuine independent making issues call by call. And the parliament's going to be a funny old place, I think, after the next election. People want people with a bit of level of maturity, calmness, 
because people are over the chaos and the crises of the last few years. They just want stability. Actually, they want state politics to get out of their life and just to deliver good services and get stuff done. Absolutely. I'd stop talking about yourselves. Like and, and do stuff. Yeah, it is hard because I'm actually talking about myself now. No, but, you can talk about yourself. Yeah, you can yeah. come and talk about but yourself. No, but yeah, yeah. We're, you know, I'm just the mum trying to buy the school lunch that's gone yep. up 50 bucks. Yep. And you're waiting by the side of the road waiting for a bus that will never turn that's up. That's right. Just, yeah. And you're being asked to take a pillow to the Royal Hobart Hospital by Absolutely. paramedics. Those are the things. So if politicians, particularly um, in the state level, because they're the ones that deliver most of the services, get out of people's lives to the extent where you're actually just doing your job. And I think it's easy for me to say this at a, in a radio interview at this point in time, but that's what I would be focusing on. And enough of the personality, the personal attacks, mm. the slagging off, um, yeah. it's, I think people are over it. Yeah, we're teaching our kids not to do it, but we've got yeah. to watch it. That's right. Mm. Are we going to an election this year? Uh, well, ultimately, that's in the hands of Jeremy Rockliffe and the two independents. How do you feel about it, though? Um, I, I, I'm in, in my waters, Tubes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get the sense that we're absolutely going. The uh, I think the last uh, six months of Parliament has been a bit chaotic. There's been people uh, – I think it's hard for the Premier, with a, with a respect to the independents and, and Jeremy – for every week to get a new demand and a new challenge. I mean, arguably that's politics, but when you do um, you have an arrangement with former Liberal Party members who are independents on confidence and supply, I think that needs to be honoured. It's clearly there's a whole lot of issues. So I think uh, I can't see I can't see us going going too much longer. I, I think there'll be an election in March, but at the end of the day, I don't know what's happening between Jeremy and those two independents. And like you said, this next election will be a big change for Parliament too. There'll be Seven new members, is that right? Seven new members? Ten. Ten. That's, sorry, ten. So two per electorate. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's you go to seven. So you got the seven right. You just got it for the wrong just calculation. Just averaged, averaged up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it will be a different different parliament. Yeah. And there will be people in there that may have uh, less experience, clearly, because we've had 25 members for the last forever. Yep. Well, since... Went to the 98 election. So yeah. it's, it's going to be different. Yeah. The question is, what colour are your posters going to be? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, because I've only just made the decision, we're working through the design, but, you know, there'll be a splash of red there, Tubes. And, of course, <laughs> of course, David. No I black know, and white because no, that's, that, that would be Oh, hang awkward. on, we've moved back to, football, to the football yeah, tour. That'll yep. polarise a lot of people. I know, I know. <laughs> and, of course, David, you have signed on as uh, the SFL president of the Southern Football League for yeah. another two years. Is, uh, yeah. Tell us why you've done that. Well, I mean, I'm, I love my footy and uh, the SFL is made up of a whole range of fantastic communities. You've got some fantastic football clubs that are the heart and soul of their communities, super connected, lots of families and, and you know, love footy, but also uh, love the clubs. And the SFL is a, is a cracking league. Um, we've got some big change coming to Tassie footy over the next couple of years. Uh, and to be elected for two years at the AGM last week was was you know was up, was a great opportunity to to I think try and help football be the best it can to grow and to support those clubs. So I'm excited about it. David O'Byrne, great to chat to you. Thank you so much for joining us, David O'Byrne, in the studio. Thanks, Tubes. Thanks, Kaz. It's Triple M Breakfast. We've been asking you for the last couple of weeks to head along to triplem.com.au. It's so easy. Triplem.com.au. Fill in your name, your phone number. And tell us how you would treat yourself if you could. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? And then we are treating you, Hobart, for the next couple of weeks here every, on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes every 
day. Every day. As you should. You should treat yourself every day. Yes. I did, do you know what I did yesterday? What was that, Tubes? I treated myself with a walk to the supermarket with the dog. Bought myself a packet of chips. Packet of chips? Just a packet of chips. What uh, flavour? Uh, well, they were steak and wasabi, which was random. <laughs> That's I just, a treat. Well, I just thought, you know, Aaron asked me to go down and get some milk. That's my partner. Yep. Go down, take the dog for a walk, get some milk. So I went down to get some milk. She also asked for chocolates. So yep. that's how I treated her. Yeah. Cost of living with the chips, $17? No, no. They were, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to spend $3.50 here and I am going to treat myself. Ooh. Triple M.com.au. Tell us how you would treat yourself and we could be treating you. Hey, Ken in Gilston Bay. Good morning. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, how did you, you've been online? Have you? Yes, yes, yeah, I did, yeah. What, triple M.com.au? That's was it, it, yeah. Was it yeah. easy? Very, very easy. And what did you say? How did you want to treat yourself? Oh, I took my wife to her 20, 25th wedding anniversary at um, Drunken Admiral. Oh, seafood fan. Yeah. When's your anniversary? Uh, February 13th. That's, that's next week. a week away. What do you yeah. think, Tubes? 25 years, what's that? Is that silver? silver? Is it silver? I've got no idea. Oh, well, you better, you better find out because... <laughs> yeah, we're going to treat you, Ken. And the beauty <laughs> yeah. of it is, I love this, Ken. You're not just treating yourself. You're also treating your wife. What's her name? Melissa. Well, how will Melissa feel about heading to the Drunken Admiral? Yeah, she'd love it. It's a favourite restaurant. Is so it? we good, yeah. Ah, Ken. Beautiful. Traditional symbols for the 25th anniversary are silver, Ken. So your silver yeah. anniversary, well done. Yes. Thank you. And are you, are you at work, are you, at the minute? Yeah, yeah. Uh, beauty. Well, Ken, we're going to treat you, and it's as easy as that, Hobart. Head along to triplem.com.au, fill in how you want to treat yourself, and we could be treating you just like we're treating Ken and his lovely wife, Melissa. Good on you, Ken. Thank you. That's Ken from Gilston Bay, Hobart. Your chance at triplem.com.au. Triple M Breakfast. Coming here with Clubhouse Comedy this Sunday, the Clubhouse presents Kate Smirthwaite coming all the way from the UK with her brand new show called Fire Snake. We've got her live on air right now. Good morning, Kate. Good morning to you. Well, I'm so happy that we've got the amazing technology working, including <laughs> the alerts for my emails, oh. which are coming up too. Kate, what can we expect from your show, Fire Snake? Well, my new show is two different things. Firstly, it's what I usually do, which is some fairly left-wing politics, some talk about big ideas, what's going on around the world, some, you know, incisive humour. But the other thing that it is, is is woven through that is a big adventure story about travelling around the world and meeting people. And it, it kind of comes together because when you travel around the world and meet people, you're forced to see other ways of living, other ways we could be doing things. And and it varies from the things I've seen when I've been to Australia in the past and through to the things that I've seen when I've been to places that are that are totally kind of different for me and out of this world. Amazing. And you're coming all the way from the UK, Kaz. Yeah. So do you think, um, have you been to Tasmania before? I think you've been to the clubhouse before. Yes. So do you think Tasmanians yeah, have Yeah, no, I have played the clubhouse humor? once before last year. So this is my... Second, my second run round, uh, Hobart, my second trip to Tasmania. So yeah. do you think we have a pretty decent sense of humour down here? Because Tasmanians think we're pretty special, so. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, but I think that's true wherever you go. You know, I'm in Perth right now and everybody's like, oh, no, Perth's different. <laughs> and uh, it's true in the UK. Oh, well, you know, if you're going to gig in Liverpool, oh, you know, Liverpool's different. Um, everybody has their own sense of humour. But also it's not just every area. It's every individual, right? That's and right. one of the lovely things about touring a solo show is that people, you know, you put your stall out in advance. You say there's going to be lefty politics, there's going to be adventure stories, and people go, well, do you know what? I I do quite like adventure, and I, I really don't like fascism. I, I guess I should come along. Um, so it's like self-selecting. People know what they're getting, and they come down for that thing. I think it's much harder in a lot of ways when you do part of a group show because people come along going, I just want something good and funny. And actually, they might then see four or five acts and go, I like the first two, didn't like the third one. With a solo show, you know, the, the info is on the poster. If that wasn't what you wanted, not a problem. We got, you know, something else that will be for you later in the future. That's your fault for buying a ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Once they, yeah. I should just sit there and simply exist and be me. No. Well, well, we love having you here in Tasmania. What is it that you like about Tassie when you get down here? Well, the first time I came was last year. And, yeah, it was gorgeous. We did loads and loads of lovely things while I was here. I had almost a whole week. Uh, we went over to Mona. We looked at the art gallery. I went, I'm a big wildlife person, so I went over to the uh, Animal Sanctuary. Had a look at the uh, the little devils and all that kind of stuff, um, but it's just a very beautiful, very interesting place. And I've enjoyed touring around Australia. This is my fifth tour of Australia, and then last year I came to Hobart for the first time. And you're right, though it is a bit different to the rest of Australia. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is uh, very colonial, this has got unique charm. <laughs> We're very colonial here in Tasmania, being one of the first penal settlements in Australia. So do you get the feeling of home? I mean, we did go and have a look at the women's prison and it would be weird if I said I feel at home in a women's prison, wouldn't it? But um, I certainly felt some solidarity with people who'd been through that kind of process and been caught up in the system. I think we've all been there one one way or another over the years. Kate Smirthwaite, uh, we are looking forward to seeing you here. Your show by the, that's been presented by the Clubhouse, Fire Snake, is on this Sunday at the Hobart Brewing Company. You can get your tickets at clubhousecomedy.com.au. Kate Smirthwaite, can't wait to see you here on the weekend. Thank you so much. It's Triple M Breakfast. we got tickets to go and see Kate Smirthwaite's show Fire Snake happening this weekend at the Hobart Brewing Company. You can get your tickets at clubhousecomedy.com.au or Steve from West Moona, you want a double pass? Yes, please. Uh, tubes? No worries. You're going along to some comedy. Treat yourself that Beautiful. way. I will, mate. Good on you, Steve. Thank you. Take care. Let's go to Barb from Herdsman's Cove. Good morning, Barb. Good morning. You want to head to some comedy this weekend? Would love to. Done. Done. Awesome. Thank you. Treat yourself, Hobart. You love to see it. Well done, Barb from Herdsman's Cove and Steve from West Mooner. Heading along to the comedy this weekend at clubhousecomedy.com.au. We're excited today to be kicking off a new weekly segment with local psychic and astrologer with over 30 years' experience. It's Tarot Tuesdays here on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Welcome to the studio, our special Psychic and astrologer Sarah. Good morning. Good morning, Tubes. How are you? Well, I'm. I was hoping you'd be able to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're looking pretty well. We think we're, we think we're so funny with all, with all of our psychic jokes, but yeah, this is like 
This is getting serious. Yeah, Yeah. you've got, you're shuffling your tarot cards at the moment. Yes, I'm getting ready. So tell us about your experience, Sarah. Okay, well, I did my first tarot reading when I was 13 years old, which was a weird kid. And I started uh, professionally at Salamanca when I was 22. Wow. And At the market? At the market, yes. And then I ended up writing for all Kerry Packers magazines and newspapers and was the in-house psychic for Take 5 magazine for many years. I and used to read that I... religiously. I'm a Torian, by the way, if you're interested. <laughs> you but can't... you probably knew that. <laughs> Look, we've got Lee from Huonville on the line. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Tubes. How are you? Great. Thank you, Lee. Now, you are going to have your tarot cards read live on air. Is that correct, Sarah? Yeah, that's right. So, how does how do we do this, Sarah? Well, uh, how are you, Lee? Good, thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. And what would you like me to focus on for you this morning? Oh, my future. Be lovely. Oh, Okay. <laughs> All right, so the future, let's, have a let's look. shuffling the cards up. So um, how many cards are you pulling out there? Well, Lee? we're pulling out 10 to begin with. 10 to start with, and they've all got different pictures oh, on them. Yes. And, and I'm sure we'll put a video of this up. Mm. And there's three on the side there, there. six over oh, there, yeah. nine, 12, 15 cards on the right-hand side of you there. What are you seeing, Lee? Well... What I'm seeing for, for Lee, Lee sorry, is Sarah. basically we're looking at a time now where you can really reap the rewards of the work and sacrifices that you've made in the past. And there are actually a lot of really good things happening for you in the future. There are good things around relationships with friends and family, oh, which good. is very nice. And look, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not seeing a major lottery win for you. Oh, come on, <laughs> No, I'm Sarah. sorry. But oh, what I geez. am seeing for you is peace of mind around money. Oh. So you're going to have enough for what you need moving forwards, even though you might not win a mega million on the way. How does that make <laughs> you feel, Lee? Oh, well, I'd rather have the mega million. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, I mean, we've really got some lovely things showing around family here for you. Um, but a little bit of advice that sometimes saying nothing when family are carrying on can do a lot more better than trying to fix things. Oh, there you go. I can that... relate to that one. <laughs> struck a chord. Are you, uh, are you one of the people that has to bite your tongue from time to time, Lee? Oh, well, I'm trying to learn to bite my tongue too, but it doesn't happen. (laughs) There you go. Well, the cards are saying that basically biting your tongue, particularly there's one tricky person I'm feeling here, it's just going to make things a lot easier. Go and lock yourself in the bathroom and swear at the mirror if you have to. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the secret? Uh, It works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Lee, does that resonate with you? Yes, yes, it does. Well, I am fascinated by this. Good on you, Lee. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, sweetheart. And you have a lovely day, both of you. You too. And look, I hope that helps you out, Lee. And Sarah, there's plenty of that stuff to come, right? Every week I'll be back in. So you just shuffle the cards and when you're ready, you're you're feeling it, eh? And uh, Yeah, you sort of feel when the cards are right. And then you see them and then the intuition comes from it and the messages come out of it and off we go.
Well, it's fascinated me, and I think, you know, all advice is general in nature. <laughs> but, of course, Sarah, thank you so much for coming in. We are going to be celebrating the stars and astrology with you over the next few weeks and your psychic ability. So yeah. really looking forward to getting to know you a lot better over the next few weeks. I look forward to it. That's our special psychic astrologer, Sarah. It's Triple M Breakfast. Hobart, the wait's over. After four years, the Spiegel tent is back, and we've got double passes to, for you, Hobart, to head along to the Blank de Blanc Encore. Let's head to the phones. Sue from Old Beach. Good morning. Good morning, Sue. Have you been to the Spiegel tent before? No, I haven't. It's, no. It's extraordinary. They plonk it down on the waterfront, and then you, you walk in, and it's like you're entering a different world. It's very glitzy, very Sounds great. Very saucy. Who are you going to take with you? I'll take my partner. Well, you'll have a great time. Love it, Sue. You're heading along. Well done. Margaret from Gagebrook, good morning. Good morning. Where do we find you today, Margaret? Uh, Just heading on my way to work. And you're on the roads. There's a fair bit of build-up at the moment because school's back. The sudden outlet's a nightmare coming down into the Hobart City. It still is moving slowly. There's build-ups all around the Warrain roundabout at Mornington. Whereabouts are you, though? Uh, from Gagebrook. Oh, well, that's not too bad as you come through Gagebrook, looking pretty clear. You're going to head along to the Spiegel tent. How does that feel? That sounds awesome. Beautiful. You are going along. Let's go to Anita from Lena Valley. Good morning, Anita. How are you going? Well, we're going great. great. Uh, there's been a f- fair bit of stuff happening on the roads, though, Anita. Um, yeah. There's been a truck on fire up at New Norfolk. That seems to be pretty clear right now and traffic's building up everywhere. You're not on the roads by the sounds of things. I'm not. I'm working from home actually, so. Smart. (laughs) Smart. Have you been to the Spiegel tent? Have you? I I went years ago and I'm just trying to remember. I I think Marsha Hines was in it from memory. Yes. It was years ago. Is that the one where Marsha broke her leg and she was on stage with a broken leg? Yes, I was there. Yes, it was. I was probably right next to you. (laughs) Probably. I love it, Anita. You're heading along. Well done. Tickets are yours. Thank you so much. You can get your tickets from SpiegelTentHobart.com.au or listen out on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Triple M Breakfast. Every single day we give away 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. And we were down there, Kaz, weren't we? Oh, Creative Homes, my favourite people now. I'm pretty sure I'm getting a brand new house from Creative Homes. Oh, really? You've convinced Adrian? No, he doesn't know yet. Oh, just for me. I'm just going to go and live in it (laughs) with all my lovely, pretty, clean surfaces. Good morning to Adrian from Lena Valley. How are you? This is not my husband, Adrian. Is it? No, it's not. Morning. <laughs> not yet. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Adrian, what's going on in your world? Not much, mate. Just on the way to work. All right. Well, you ready to win 100 bucks cash? Yep. Yep. Excellent. Can you test your buzzer, please? Adrian. Beautiful. You'll be taking on John from Midway Point. Morning, John. Good morning. Sounds like you're out on the roads, John. Oh, I certainly am on the way to work as well. Where do we find you, John? Whereabouts on your way in from Midway? Uh- I'm retired, but uh, I occasionally fill in at the, the fisherman's shed in uh, Kingston. Uh, excellent. Can you test your buzzer, please? John. Beautiful. All right, here we go. Three questions. You get two correct. You will win 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first-time builder's boost. On now by Creative Homes. Question number one. Hobart has a public holiday next Monday, the 12th of February. What's this holiday for? Is it A, Adrian? Out- Adrian? 
just like that. Adrian, you're already halfway to 100 bucks. Question number two. Where does Street Eats at Franco take place? Is it A, Franklin Wharf, B, Franklin Adrian. Square? Adrian. Franklin Square. <gasps> well done. Adrian, just like that. That is the quickest 100 bucks wow. you will ever earn. John, bad luck. Oh, he's quick. He's quick, all right, <laughs> isn't he? He's a whip it. Good on you, John. Drive careful. Will do. Thank you. That is John from Midway Point, unfortunately, running away with nothing. But <laughs> Adrian from Lena Valley, you've got 100 bucks cash. Lovely. What are you going to do with it, Adrian? Uh, come back again. Let it ride, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love to hear it. We love to see it. Good on you, Adrian. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Lovely. That is Adrian from Midway, uh, Lena Valley, who's coming back tomorrow. It's Triple M Breakfast. The Chinese Community Association of Tasmania is celebrating the Year of the Dragon with the 2024 Lunar New Year Festival this Sunday. Joining us live in the studio to tell us all about the festival is one of the organisers, Jim Lee, and two lion dancing brothers, Raymond and James Chung. Good morning to you first, Jim. Good morning. How are you? It's great to have your company. (laughs) There's plenty going on this weekend. Yeah, and wow, what an exciting morning we've had. We've got an actual lion in our studio. Well, (laughs) sort of. So now tell us, what, um, what are the highlights of the year? What are we looking forward to? Well, for our festival, we've got a whole day's entertainment all lined up. Uh, this festival, festival will be held on the Lawns of Parliament House this Sunday uh, from 10 till 4. Uh, there'll be four zones of entertainment and lots of performances of uh, lions, dragons. Uh, we've got firecrackers going uh, as <laughs> part of our opening ceremony and lots of other cultural items. Um, so it'll be a, a, a fun day organised for everyone. And this is something for everyone Absolutely. To get involved in. Absolutely. And some of the best parties are held at Chinese Lunar New Year, Jim. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've brought the boys in who are lion dancers. We'll get to you first, James. How long have you been dancing as one of the lions? Oh, I've been doing it since, like, 2015. So how old are you now? I'm eight, turning 18 this year. Wow. So you've been doing it for quite some time. That's unbelievable. And, Raymond, are you the same? Yeah. Uh, how long have you been? Same as again. Who's the head and who's the back? So I'm the back. That's and Raymond. James is the head. And is that because Raymond, he's a little lighter than you, or is it what? Because it's quite acrobatic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Does he have a name? The lion. Yeah. We actually haven't really thought of a name. Oh, maybe that's something you could. Maybe Get we families yeah, well, to think of if they come and could. see you. Um, the performances aren't just restricted to this stuff. You said that there's plenty of entertainment happening down on Parliament lawns. How do people get involved, Jim? Well, we've got, um, as I said before, four zones of entertainment, a food zone, cultural zone, uh, entertainment zone, which is our main stage, and then we've got an area we call the panda zone, which is our children's area. And this year we've got lots of activities all organised, colouring competitions, um, lots of games and throwing games and picking up games, yeah. uh, using chopsticks and lots of different things happening. I like this, teaching kids how to pack up. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Oh, they're more than welcome to come at uh, four o'clock and lots of packing up then. Ah, <laughs> of course, of course. Now, it's been a long time with the CCAT. That's the Chinese Community Association of Tasmania. Tell us about the history there, Jim. 
Well, the CCAT was all incorporated back in 1969, so we turned 55 this year. And uh, part of our objectives is to spread the culture uh, and friendship between uh, our members and other members of the community. And part of this is organising uh, the Lunar New Year Festival, which is now in the 10th year. Why is the, ch- the Lunar New Year so important to the Chinese community? Uh, it's our new year, obviously, and everybody loves the celebration. <laughs> and the Lunar New Year is probably one of the largest uh, celebrations around the world. And um, this is our little bit of joining as part of the, uh, the world in, in celebrating the Lunar New Year. Amazing, amazing stuff. And what are some of the customs around... New Year, like, uh, is there like clearing your house and washing your hair? I need to keep up. (laughs) Oh, it's all good stuff. Um, We try to uh, clear out all our debts as much as possible. Oh, okay. Uh, Do I need to do that before? Oh, before Chinese New Year. Oh, okay. We've got this week. Do I owe you any money, Chips? You owe me a lot, Cassie. Can you tell me about the hair washing? That's intriguing. What's... Yes, well, in, in keeping with what we mentioned before, we try to start the new year fresh. Okay. So we uh, clean our hair and, and uh, all that before up to uh, the new year. And then thereafter, we don't wash our hair for a few days because otherwise we might wash away our good fortune. Oh, how many days? Well, we'll, well, just, we'll just go a couple until yeah. you, you and feel that's the same time. with like clean, yeah. when you clean up your house. We do our spring cleaning, so um, my wife is at home cleaning up and ah. <laughs> clean the windows, vacuuming the floor, so that we Brilliant. can uh, again uh, we don't clean during the new year because it might uh, brush away our fortunes. Ah, okay. The Lunar New Year Festival happens on Parliament House lawns this Sunday from ten till four. It's a free entry event, loads of entertainment for the kids, the families, and you, Hobart. Head along. From 10 till 4, down on Parliament Lawns, the hardest thing will be getting a park somewhere because there'll be so many people going down. But get there early, go and celebrate. I think, Raymond and James, you're going to do a performance for us, which will be up on the Triple M socials for the line dance that is here in our studio live. Triple M Breakfast. Whoa. (laughs) Are you exhausted? (laughs) How was that? There's a lot of button pushing, and I feel like I still don't know what I'm doing over here. I'm just, you know. Um, um, I need to take a rest now because that was a very big show. Yeah. I'm sick of it. (laughs) 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 I'm not really. I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, gosh. Goodness me. We had to stop those politicians talking. We have to stop me getting this button. (laughs) I got this too. (laughs) We'll be back from 6am tomorrow. Have a great day, Hobart. Be kind. And treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.